All right, Hot Grits, episode 10. Travis Jadon here. We got a special interview for you guys, especially all you fitness buffs. Uh, just me today with our guest, not Spencer. Spencer's on the golf course celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Uh, like uh, true Trump that he is, he's bailing this week, so you can send all of your angry tweets to him. Uh, Spencer underscore Maddox underscore. Um, today, we are talking to Phil Deary, the one and only Phil Deary from PD Fitness uh, here in Savannah. Uh, here's what I let me just Phil, let me just give like a background to people like for why I wanted to do this, and then I'll let you take over. But obviously, during coronavirus, there's a lot of people all over the world not being able to train, not being able to do what they want to do. In Savannah specifically, there's obviously a lot of big time athletes from really from like age nine. Mm-hmm. age 8 or 10, all the way up until sometimes 28, 29, 30, if they're playing pro somewhere. Right. A lot of these people have now come back to Savannah and people that have trained their whole lives and been nonstop in the gym or on the baseball field or on the track, whatever it may be, now they have nothing and nowhere to go. That's where you come in and you've been able to help a bunch of guys. I'll list off some of these guys in a second. But if you're listening to this podcast, you'll know a number of these guys. Uh, so with that lengthy intro, Phil, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks today for having me. Yeah. On the Hot Grits podcast. This is your first time, but actually one of Phil's uh, clients. Do we call him clients? Yeah. yeah. Clients, Malik Ben-Levy, uh, Mr. LeBron himself, uh, the LeBron lover. Malik Ben-Levy is one of the, your clients. Uh, Chris Coakley, who a lot of people will remember from uh, UAB, he was a legend. Warren Brinson, uh, who plays football now at Georgia. Uh, and I believe he was at Savannah Christian and then, shit, after Savannah Christian, IMG maybe. IMG, yep. yeah. Um, yeah. And, then, and then, you know, a bunch of other guys. Shabari Davis, uh, who killed, has killed it at Southeast Missouri uh, as a cornerback safety kind of guy. Um, and then Ralph Lovett is another guy. Um, and then... You also have uh, guys like Makai Cooper from Savannah State. That's a familiar name. Markeith Cummings, another familiar name. You guys don't need me to list all these names. The point is that people who are high-caliber athletes looking to train have obviously all found their place to train. And, Phil, I guess let me just start by asking you this. What does this last, like, what, 10 days, 12 days, 15 days? What has this been like with the influx of athletes trying to get a hold of you to train with you perfect to get question. ready for their season. That's right. Perfect question. So since the Corona hit, you know, I was, you know, I am quote unquote, not essential. So I was not able to train in my indoor facilities. So I was having to train my athletes outside. Yeah. Cone drills, ladder drills, change of speed, change of direction, whatever it may be. But I couldn't be inside to use my Vertimax. I couldn't use the weights. I couldn't do anything I wanted to indoors with any of my athletes or any of my clients, right? Yeah. So once I was, you know, cleared from the mayor, okay, everyone can now open on that Monday. I had to open on Monday, right? Yeah. I've, I've, I've been out for three and a half, four weeks with no pay. And this is Monday? This is the last week of April on that Monday. Okay, the last Monday in April. I was able to open up. I opened up, and then I have a couple of high school kids, right? They posted a video on Instagram. They shared a video on Twitter. 
they shared a video on Facebook or whatever it may be, now it became literally a match. The, the analogy I'll use is pretend you have a box of matches. You take one match out, you light it. Now I have one match that's lit, but now I'm gonna light the whole box on fire and every single match will be lit. Yeah, with, the, with that one match. You know, so that one thing within the past you know, 15 days, my business regarding athletes have gone to an all-time high. And look, it's not like these guys, obviously we said that there's a limited, there's limited opportunities for everyone in every business in every walk of life right now, but it is starting to kind of open up. Uh, these are the kind of guys that they don't just go train anywhere. Like they're, they're not, in other words, if it's not legitimate, if it's not challenging them, they're going to see through you mm-hmm. and it's not going to last. So I guess, what does it say that guys like, Coakley and Ben Levy and, and, and Brenton, who was one of the most highly touted guys out of IMG and Savannah Christian, guys at Makai Cooper, I covered him at Savannah State. What is it? All right, yeah, so what does it mean, Phil, that these kind, this, this caliber of athlete is choosing you and picking you at a time in their lives, it's critically important that they're getting better. Right. Yeah. So one, you know, one I've been doing, I've been a personal trainer for, you know, six and a half, seven years now, been working with athletes for five years. So man, for them to come in, you know, come in on day one, the, the, the look on their faces, the energy that they are having to put in, and then they continue to want to come back, pay, some are paying the whole month in advance because the, the spots are growing at an all-time rate right. regarding, there's, you know, college guys are here. I have now five overseas players here, high schoolers. Overseas mo- b- basketball. Basketball, yeah. Overseas and basketball. I'm guessing like the, the dudes that quote-unquote come back here like most of them are originally from here maybe not all of them but most of them are every single one I have are from here see that's and that's why awesome. there's no other places no place like yeah. so no other places right now are offering you know training because all the gyms are closed yeah some are reopening right but a lot of these guys don't have gym memberships right they don't have trainers that they know here so the one social media post that has rippled to this to reach all these players is amazing right so yeah. I'm very grateful the Vertimax the, the, is the sports-specific you know, facility that I'm using, you know, up to $6,000 for, for one piece. Yeah. That's this thing right here? That's it right there. Guys, I'm looking at the Vertimax right now. I'm, I will not be attempting it just because I just got done doing uh, shoulders. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> Basically, if you don't know what the Vertimax is, I'll give you a little, little backstrop. It's, it's literally a five-foot by three-foot object that you, that you stand on and, and I attach your ankles and your hips to the device with all different types of exercises. And it's extremely powerful for athletes to, to reach their vertical, to reach their acceleration, to do you know, everything from coordination to stability, to balance, to acceleration. These guys are loving it. You know, today I had one throw up. I had two throw up on Friday. Is that like a train? Do trainers like uh, give themselves like gold stars, no, or they no. go to the training club after and they're like, "Yeah, I got two. <laughs> I got two. I got four. Yeah. No, I never want a push. I, I never want an athlete to throw up. 
Right. Yeah, that's not the goal. You the just goal. want them to push. Right. Whatever. Let me ask you this. Like, for, and anyone listening to this knows that I am the exact opposite of a uh, fitness connoisseur. Uh, not exactly like a gym guy. When a guy walks in, let's say just guy X is a D2, maybe low-level D1 basketball player, good athlete. When he walks in your door for the first time, is he bringing you a plan that he wants you to kind of alter and, and customize to him? Or does he walk in and you kind of like, diagnose him physically that's exactly right and then you fix it or is it a mixture of both or is it like a guy might say i i, I want to be uh quicker uh you know have quicker agility in the next six weeks right and then you get to work like he tells you what he wants or not really so the way the way it's been working is they'll see a video right they'll see a little clip of someone else that they know i'm like oh man i need that for my for my sport right so they right. come in I look based on one, their body type, you know, yeah. what, what, what position are they playing? How much are they weighing? Talk injury past. Injury past. Yeah. Me, give me your, give me your nutrition. How's yeah. your nutrition? Have you eaten today? If you have not eaten today, I cannot push you at a hundred percent. Right. Right. There's some times where I've actually had to only do a very, you know, 50% of what I want to do because they haven't eaten. Right. So the, the athlete that threw up did not tell me he did not eat because he wanted to get his because he wanted to get it in but 20 minutes in i see on his body i'm like man you you okay you sleep you sleep all right coach uh i didn't eat time to fess up i didn't eat yeah he's looking pale what do you mean you didn't eat you know you're coming to me i'm about to push you almost to the max i don't want to ever push someone to the max right right i want to stimulate their muscles not annihilate their muscles right i had a coach for for bodybuilding and that's what he always used to preach to me Stimulate, not annihilate, because that's the last thing you want is to in, to get injured, right? Yeah. Do you think it helps that you played basketball competitively? I mean, you like not on the same level. You you didn't play in the pros like these guys, but right. Like you were around the game of basketball. Does it help you? Like even like some of the language the basketball 100%. players use, like that you kind of understand mm-hmm. what they're saying. Like right. I, I need more of this, or I need less of this. That helps you, like because yeah. a guy like Ben Levy, he was on our podcast. That guy talks like real high IQ mm-hmm. basketball. He's not like real serious all the time, but you know what I mean? Like he's real right. high IQ basketball. And I honestly don't think there's a lot of trainers anywhere around that are able to relate to the different kind of levels that you can. Is that right? I've always wanted to ask you. I think that is a huge pro for me. Like, yeah. They're able to like, because I played football, baseball, basketball, track. Right. Armstrong for basketball. Yeah. So I was in an environment where I was pretty much in sports year round. And even if you weren't like the stud on those teams, every team you were on had one of those studs. And so you were like kind of always around it, seeing it and seeing how it developed. Right. But you've trained and I've seen your videos. And at the end of this, we're going to give you guys the full spiel of how, how you'll find Phil, how you'll find um, PD Fitness. So don't worry, like, we'll get you guys caught up on all that at the end. Um, but I've seen videos. You've trained, looks like, 90-year-old women. Uh, I walked in here half an hour ago. You were training two. How old were those two kids? Those were, they were eight-year-old, eight-year-old. Eight-year-old kids. And now we're talking about high-quality professional athletes. That's rare to be able to go through that. Is that something that you've gotten? Like, do you get better 
at, at that, like you personally, or is it just something that you just naturally have? I think, you know what I mean? I don't think I get better. You know, I, I mean, people you want to say, you get better over time, you get better. I mean, yeah, you do get better, but I, for me in this field, it's either A, you have it, or B, you don't. Because if you're in a product and service industry, if you're not a good trainer, I take that back. You could be the best trainer in the world. You could have way more knowledge than I do, right? I have a not. I have a lot of knowledge. I am not the smartest though, right? Right. You could have the smartest trainer in the world, and I still feel like I am the best because of how I am with people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm. You know. And with all different kinds. All different kinds. Yeah. So like. That and also it helps my job. It helps my days. You know, for instance, today I saw seventeen people today. Okay, let's. Yeah, that's a good segue. I want you to kind of. I, I know I've known Phil for a long time. Uh, I actually lived with Phil for a month and a half when I was subletting a place a few years ago. Right. Phil keeps the craziest, wackiest schedule. Right. Ever. Walk me through, and maybe not like every step, but like, you know, early morning. What's your, what are you doing? Lunch, what are you doing? And then, like, kind of walk me through. Sure, I'll, I'll walk you through a, a, a normal day. Yeah. Shoot, let's go through yesterday, for okay. example. Yesterday, I woke up at 5 o'clock. I took a 15-minute hot Epsom salt bath to start the day. The night before... Relax, ladies. Relax, ladies. Relax. <laughs> relax your muscles. The night before, I already kind of, you know, I, I pre-made all my meals to, to get ready for the next day. Right, because right. I'm happy. I'm eating five to six meals a day that I cook, so I'm having to prep everything. In you advance. personally, me like personally, what, what you're, what you're doing, like your regiment, right, my regiment, right, yeah, right. So took a bath, woke up, got all my stuff from the fridge that I already cooked the day before, put it in my lunchbox. Now I'm headed to the studio. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, I saw a normal general population. I had a new athlete come in. Markeith came in and what's good about these guys these guys overseas or these guys in college um, So I have a rate right $30 per session These guys are bringing an Athlete with them or they're bringing their nephew or their brother or their cousin that's also athletic And desperate for somewhere desperate to- for desperate to train right yeah. so Mark Markeith is 31 years old He brought his 13 year old nephew in so now I just gained another client. Right. But now instead of it being 30 per session, now it's 20 and 20. Right. So they, they just saved $10, but I just gained a new client. And, and when you're, so when you're, I mean, we don't need to really walk through the rest of the day. I okay, imagine. sure. It's, I, it's we crazy. Can. It's I crazy. I was just up, client, client, right. client, 530, client. 5.30 to 6.45 last night, no break. And, and then the next day it's? The next day I was here at 7 in the morning. Do those guys like... I know athletes, like when an athlete plays for a coach that works his dick off, like the coach is always working film, taking everything serious, like grinding. It's easier for me, at least it was, as a player, when when that coach asked me to give a little more, to, to push a little harder, it's easier for me to do that because I saw the coach, he didn't have dinner with his family because he was watching film for us. Is it easier, you think, for these athletes to... To buy into what you're doing because they see the the dedication that's that right. you have it, Bingo. for your own regiment. That's right. And they said that. Yeah. It's like, Phil, I checked my story last night. I knew – Markeith was like, Phil, I knew you were here before I even got here. And I saw your story and you were working until 6.30 last night. 
So now Marquise is probably going to want to work till 6.45 tomorrow. Like, so it's like, so instead of coming two times a week, he's like, man, I, I see how much work, one, I see how much attention and positivity and discipline and encouragement I bring into the table. Now he's coming four times in a week. Right. So um, w- what about this? Like, is it possible or is it uh, like, do you set up beginning, uh, uh, like the beginning of a workout plan? Not for one day or one session, but over a long period of time. Is there already a definitive end to that workout plan? Like if you put someone on a plan, can they point to, you know, eight months from now, the third Thursday and no. October? It's always a progressing thing, right? No long-term plan. Right. You're just trying to get better that when you walk in today. I'm going to push you. But, but, but before you walk in, right, I want you to leave work at work. And I want you to leave all negativity before you walk in the door, right? Right. By the time you leave my door, no matter if you're an athlete, if you're my 92-year-old dementia patient, if you're my stroke, you know, if I'm rehabbing you from a stroke, no matter what it is, I'm going to make you better. Yeah. That, that's my goal. Yeah. I, I, I don't, you know, I used to be the trainer that had the pen and paper, the Excel spreadsheets, the, the percentages, the workloads, the set. And no, not to say there's nothing There's like, nothing wrong with that. But if that, you need pen and paper to, to do a good job, right. by all means, do it. But that just – I feel like that just doesn't but my athletes, mesh with these kind of guys. And right. a lot, again, a lot of these guys, I've met, I'm not friends with them, but I've met them through interviews and stuff like that. Again, it's like at the risk of sounding cliche, it's real recognized as real. That's and right. So it, it, if it's fake – They want me back. They see through it, yeah. Um, and you know, pro- I can promise anyone – this is not fake. This is as real and as committed as it gets. For you, Phil, do you, like, how much joy does it bring you to see? And maybe this hasn't even happened yet, actually, because all of these guys are still, like, they're really close to reaching their point. Right. I guess, what does it feel like, or what do you expect it will feel like when you're watching one of these guys on TV and, and you were working on their quickness? Right. Yeah. And, and they make one move. Like, what do you think that would feel like? That's got to be like, a, like a, a gambler at the poker table hitting over and over again. Like, it's not luck anymore when you know that you worked on that thing over and over, over again. It's got to be satisfaction, right? It's amazing. I, yeah, I can't. I, mean, it's, it's, I just can't imagine I can't that really feeling. put in the words to know that these guys are coming to me until – so they're, they're going to all be here. They all told me. Every single one, have, they're, they're going to be here until August. So I have May, June, July, until August – it's going to suck because, you know, 50% of my business now is going to be leaving soon to go back to play college sports and overseas sports. Right. So then I'm, then I'm, then I'm going to have to refocus and to ramp up the training again to market the people to come back in to replace all of these athlete spots. Well, something tells me by the time August rolls around, you are, you'll have already had right. enough of it. And, and look, I want to be clear here. There's a lot of current high schoolers. And I'm saying saying this in you know early May 2020. There's a lot of guys in the class of 2021, class of 2022, who are in this area who do not have proper training. Now they might be weightlifting daily, you know, because their school demands it or whatever, and that's fine and well. But when you want to take a, the next step, those high school kids have the opportunity, right, mm-hmm. to come right here in Midtown Savannah 
and get work in that nobody else is doing. Right. And, and so that, that's a plus too. Who, who are some of the high school guys, the, the younger guys that you've trained in the past? Um, I know the, the former quarterback at Savannah Christian. Still play. So, so I'm still uh, training him. And Robichaux, Spencer Robichaux. Amazing player. Yeah. And, and I know he works his ass off. And uh, Ontario. Ontario Brown. Brown right? Yeah. From, and he just got a huge offer from Beach. Or he plays plays for Beach. Plays at Beach. Full full ride to South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. That's right. And mm-hmm. I imagine that won't be his last offer. Anyone that hasn't seen um, Brown run, it's pretty incredible. No offense right. behind and running behind the Beach offensive line, it ain't easy. Usually. Right. It right. ain't, and especially against the Jenkins defense. I know that's you. You know you're not keeping up with high school football, but when you're doing what he did at Beach, you're doing something right. A guy that's 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 that good, still wanting to get better, right? Is the sign of success. I gotta think, right? Right. Um, all right. Tell me this: If I'm a mom, and I think I have a 13 year old who plays baseball, basketball, soccer, hasn't really picked an avenue that he likes yet, or whatever, what does this mom do if she wants to see what it's about? Can, can she bring her, can she contact you, bring her son in for a session? Yep. And, and try it once. Try it once. You don't I, have I, to I, sign up for a long-term thing or anything. So, yeah, so the, the way that I was trying to, when I was trying to build the empire, so to speak, I wanted it to be so simple. So athletes, clients, whoever it may be, so simple. Simple, you know, simple is easy. I don't. Well, have, I can get on board with simple. Right. There's no long-term contract. I don't have a contract. The, the guys, my athletes now, I have some clients that pay me monthly. I have some clients that pay me weekly. I have some clients that pay me each session they show up. I've had some clients that I kept on continuing to train, even though they were in a financial hole, knowingly that they were going to eventually pay me back. So I've, tra- I've trained four, five, six sessions in the hole to make sure they're, they're staying on top of their game, knowing that eventually I'll get my money. Do the rates fluctuate? Give me like a, a sense of like what, what's a basic one workout for a high school sophomore price? Okay, one session, flat rate, $30. Okay, and then does it ever go way up or way down? Like, can you do like an ultra Mm-mm. session or can you do like a mini? So it's just $30? It's $30. If you bring a partner, it's 20 with that, you get tons of things for yeah. free from me. You get my number 24-7. Right. You ask me anything regarding the sport itself, what you can do at home, what should you be digesting for your body to see optimal gains. You know, the, yeah. the results are... You can do as much as you want by working out, by running, sprinting, cone drills. You can do whatever you want to be the best player. But if your diet, if your diet is not up to par with your training, that athlete or that person who is trying to see those fitness goals will never ever reach their full potential because they're stuck right. in their face with bullshit. They, right, and they might, like, you know, if they're eating the wrong stuff or doing the wrong thing, they might increase their strength a little bit or increase their speed a little bit. But what you're saying is, if they could only see where they could be, that's right. if they really did it, then they would, it'd better. be, it'd be a yeah. no-brainer. Correct. They need to get in the, gym. the line on the graph would be astronomically better if they were fueling their body with proper nutrition. And that's the take home that I'm trying to, to tell all these kids, you know, like, hey, 
if there's one thing that you can take away from PD Fitness, one hard work and consist and consistency will always win. Yeah. Hard work, consistency, and intensity will always will always win. Yeah. Nutrition is the silent answer. And that's the thing too. That's where it's like, uh, and you know, I you tell me, percentage of people that come in here that play sports pretty high. You have some people that don't. My younger brother, he I'll, he just wants to get himself in better shape. He's not in here putting in effort like pro athletes and college athletes are. But that's the thing too. If you just want to dedicate yourself just to make yourself better and healthier, there's a plan for you there too. You, don't, right. you don't have to be trying to aim to make varsity that's right. for something. You know what I mean? You can be trying to look better for your wedding pictures eight months from now. Uh, or you can be trying to up your Tinder game. That's right. As I currently am. Trying to. Um, I need to get on that Vertimax though. That's what I need the to Vertimax do. is the answer, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not good at taking selfies too. That's, <laughs> that's a problem. Um, all right. Let me ask you this, Phil. What is the, what is something, what's the biggest myth that you hear either on TV or in passing or at maybe like conventions or whatever with other, tra- what's the biggest thing that people think about training and, and weight, not just weightlifting, but just training. What's the biggest thing that they have wrong? Okay, sure. I'll, I'll list a couple. Yeah. I'll list a couple. Um, the first one, probably from females' aspect, you know, let's get away from athletes for a second. Yeah. Females think that if you lift weights, you're going to get big and bulky like a man. No way, Jose. Are we good? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, these, you know, quote unquote, these fitness models that you see all over the place, these, these girls are lifting some, some weights, some heavy, heavy weights, some that you think, wow, they're, that's disgusting, yeah. but they're doing it for their goal, right? And the weight, you know, the weight and the intensity that they're, that they're using is what's making their body composition better than not using weights. So for instance, I'll give you, I'll give so- you. Are you saying like they're trying – because like whenever I used to lift when I was in high school and the only reason I did is because someone made me, I was like – I was focused on if I'm benching, let's just say 250. Uh, if I'm benching 250, then I want to try to be able to bench 260. Okay, but, no, no, no. But maybe that's not the way – Right. So when it. I say using weight, I'm not talking about your one max. I'm not talking about your one rep max talking, or something. You're talking I'm about talking the about, reps. Yeah, reps. I'm talking about weights as in dumbbells, cables, whatever it may be, the squat rack, the cable machine, the lat pull down, the seated row, the leg extension, anything used to weights, those muscles need that. Muscles need that to burn fat, right? To, you know, so every single athlete that that I train that's a girl or every single general population girl that I train, we all use weights. Ladies, it is okay to pick up that dumbbell. It is okay to go get under that bar. Please stop running for 45 minutes on the treadmill and then leaving before touching a weight. Your body is lacking. Go pick up the weight. The second thing would probably be, oh, well, I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm not going to eat as much. I'm going to turn my body into a calorie deficit and not eat. No. 
I mean, even from an amateur like me, that sounds like it sounds like a rookie move. Like you can't do it. That. It is. It is so common. Right. You know, I, I get blown up four times, five times a week regarding that same topic. Is hey, coach, uh, I'm thinking about coach. I need. I need to tone up. Or hey, my mom said that I need to lose about. Or my my the doctor said I need to lose about 15, 20 pounds. I think I'm just gonna go ahead and j- just do dinner. That's not how your body works, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? Protein is the answer. Okay? I eat six meals a day, and I do not gain bad weight. Because your metabolism needs fuel. Imagine your body a car, a Ferrari. This is what my massage therapist says, for example. I gotta give me one of those. Right. Massage therapist. So good. I'll, I'll give you his name is Charles Howell. He's amazing. He's amazing. I've been, I see him every single week. Incredible. He says, Phil, your body is a Ferrari with no oil. That's not good. That's not good Ooh. news. Yeah. Charles, don't talk to me like that. Damn it, Chuck. He said, Phil, your body, your physique, your muscles, you're, you're, you're a great guy. If listen, if Phil if Phil is a Ferrari with no oil, I'm trying to picture what I am. I would be like probably like a 1985 like Honda Civic, also with no oil. Ooh, like, like also with no oil. You know what I mean? Right, like right, maybe right. three and a half hubcaps, couple windows that work. Um, so his analogy for me was because my body. The reason I go see him every single week is because the bodybuilding for me has made my muscles extremely dense, hard. My range of motion has decreased because of the weightlifting. Yeah. So if I don't do anything about it, I'm only going to get worse. Same thing, analogy now, diet. You can do so much, you can run all day long an hour to burn so many calories. But if you go home and you have a bad dinner, you, yeah. ju- you just counterintuitively ruined your 30-minute workout you just did because now you just replenish your body with bullshit. And they probably know it as they're Of course they know e- it. Eating it but and they don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's what... But that's what separates. That's it. That's what so separates. So I can only do so much for a person, right? right. I- I'm seeing that client for 30 minutes to one hour of the day. I can't control the other 23 hours. I can only positively influence to try to correct them. Yeah. You know, try to give them my... For, it's like a formula. My formula. I mean, because look, it's... Nothing is guaranteed, but like you can work your ass off in a basketball game. You know, your five-man team. You guys executed the plan correctly. You worked your ass off. You were prepared. You can still lose that game. If you come in the gym... Consistently, if you eat right consistently, it's not like a question as there's no question. If fitness is gonna win that, you're gonna win every time. Like your your body, your physique, your strength, your endurance, your you know from even to yoga to meditation, it's all you, right? right. So if you want to put bad things in your body, expect bad outcomes. You know, yeah. if you don't do the, the things necessary to look good or to be on the field, to put in the extra work, you know, do those extra lunges, be that extra explosive on, the, on that last set of the day. The last, I mean, 
all my clients, when they leave, it's the last set, I say, hey, last set of the day, this better be your best set. Yeah, and yeah. I'm imagining most of, the, most of the athletes, they respond to that kind of thing, like 10 seconds on the clock. I don't even have to say it. I mean, yeah, they, they know when it's it, go time. They're coming yeah. in. They're, they're trying to get to the next level. That's making me I – mean, I have never been more amped as a trainer than the past 10 days in my entire life. Be honest. Did you think – I know I you no know there idea. were Savannah athletes. Did you think that there were these kind of athletes literally just laying around? No. I mean, it was just laying around. Especially, I mean, Savannah I know is – you know, I know Savannah has great athletes that come out of here. I had no idea that I was going to be training four overseas right. basketball players that, that are younger than me. And let's hope they all go back in August. Like, that's the hope. But, you know, and we're not going to dive into coronavirus. That in and of itself is not anything near a guarantee. Right. You know what I mean? As far as I'm concerned, at least, I don't think there are any guarantees. Could be done next week. Could be done next year. We don't know. But either way, these guys, they don't have a choice. They have to. Mm-hmm. to keep progressing they towards have, yeah, right. something. Um, all right, let's close with this, Phil. Uh, this is kind of a broader question, and I think you're qualified to give your opinion and answer it maybe. There's a kind of a large debate in youth sports, and I say youth sports, like high elementary school to low or all the way through high school, right? Some kids and some parents, and I think scientists, some scientists, trainers believe that a kid specializing in a sport and a kid only play, like for instance a kid playing baseball only year round that that is bad for their athletic development whereas if a kid that plays baseball basketball and, and, and say you know tennis he might still go play baseball in college but that tennis and basketball might help him do you have any opinion on whether or not like a kid should be brought up playing only one sport or or do you think that the impact is as big as people say it is one way or the other i think that it is important for the youth to play as many sports as they can especially early especially early because you're just now, using so many when different you get to high school right now now your body's matured you're still maturing but your body yeah. is you know you, you pass the middle school you, you've passed the clumsiness you're, you're getting more stability you're, you're getting you're getting your body to what wow i am an athlete like you're figuring out you're figuring out what how, you are yeah and like you yeah. figure out how you move you know what sport you really enjoy versus damn it dad i don't want to go do the damn piano yeah, i don't yeah, want to yeah. go to choir but yeah. making you, yeah, some of my athletes are like that, you know. But the more you have as a young as a young child, the more that your body mechanics are going to form better. Right, and that's something that I regret. Like I was in all kinds of sports, and like I was a decent student too. And my parents cared a lot about about grades and stuff, you know, as I'm sure most parents do. But the, I was never really not forced. But I was never really given the chance to fall in love with the gym and fall in love with training. Me neither. And honestly, it was because when I was a kid, I was good enough to get by. I was pretty good. Like, you know, I was one of the best players on my Little League team and all this stuff. And I think that's the problem that a lot of parents and kids have now is they, they wonder what happened between 7th grade and 10th grade. Why did my son not 
continue to be the best or why why is he now barely cracking the lineup and you know sometimes it just comes down to that 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 you you weren't doing what the other guy was doing in terms of the gym and in terms of the way you're eating and so that's what I say to people and people ask me this all the time like you know what should my kid be and baseball parents ask me this a lot like what should my kid be doing to prepare for the high school level and you know I always tell them like a soak up anything you can soak up physical or mentally soak up everything and then that way you can filter out what shit what's maybe shit and what's fact but then also you've got to find someone to teach you how to make yourself better in the gym and make yourself better because it's not like free throws you know you can stand at the free throw line and get better I don't need anyone to tell me that the ball needs to go in the rim, but you could spend hours in the gym and not be getting better. I mean, you could almost be getting worse, be getting worse. And, and then you take that three years later, you still have that kind of thing in your head that you learned somehow learned and, and it, it could fuck you right down the road. Like, yeah. and so it's so important. I think in that range, that sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth grade range is so critical because even if they don't come back to you for four years, you know, if they're not with you for four years straight, what they're going to learn in two, three, four, five, six, seven sessions, you, you don't forget that kind of stuff. You don't forget you know it. What I mean? Right. And so that is what, that's my pitch for not, I mean, not just you either, but just for sports in general. Yeah. The weight room and the training part of it is only going to get more important and you're going to at some point get bypassed. And so if you have, goals of doing that do not forget this aspect of it um i'll give you a chance to kind of close out any thoughts you want and then i want you to tell everyone all the different ways that they can contact me contact you and then also there's some pretty funny i guess they're not funny videos but there's some cool videos of some elderly women pumping pumping dumbbells every now and then yeah yeah, and and then it'll be like the old lady pumping dumbbells and then like the, the next clip i see will be like like a four-star athlete, like right. just in there destroying the gym. And I'm right. Like, My God. This like, is the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the level of it. All right. So any closing thoughts from you and then tell everyone what they need to do after they listen to this podcast. How do they get involved? Okay. I don't, th- I don't think I have any closing tips. I think we've covered, we've covered a lot. Um, hard See, work. That's me. That's, that's an excellent interview uh, right there because this guy just got nothing left. I covered it all guys. We did a great job, but yeah, if you want to, if you want to come and train, see what it's about. Um, my number is nine one two six five eight three nine three eight. My business is PD Fitness. My social media for Instagram is at pdeery p d e e r y, and my Facebook is Phil Deary. Uh, my studio is located in Midtown by Wendy's on Waters. 902 East 67th Street. Um, I'm filling up quick, so I would love to. Uh, I would love to take on as many people as I can. Awesome, Phil. And for all you guys that are frantically driving right now or trying to figure this out, this will all be posted on the Hot Grits Podcast Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, so obviously, if you guys have, you know, any questions as to how you're going to want to get in touch with Phil. Um, especially during this time during Corona, you can find it on there. Um, if you do get in touch with Phil, make sure you tell him that you heard about him through the Hot Grits podcast. We appreciate it. Um, and we appreciate you guys rating 
and subscribing to this podcast. We're going to keep trying to bring you guys different sports stories in Savannah. And when Spencer gets back, we'll, we'll, as always, talk about national and more regional stuff. But, Phil, this has been awesome. And I think this is something that I've wanted to do for a while because your passion kind of has always fueled me and, and kind of been a role model for me, honestly. And I appreciate think, that. And I think a lot of guys are going to start to see that. They already are. So I appreciate it. You guys check out PD Fitness and Phil Deary. And then check out um, Hot Grits Pod uh, at gmail.com for the email for us. And then follow us, same handle, on Twitter. All right. Thank you, guys. And Spencer and I will be back later this week. Until then, stay safe and wash your hands, you filthy animals.